Let's talk about it. This is the podcast where Jamie and Kirsten talk about everything. No limits, no boundaries. Join us while we talk about what really goes on in our lives. Anything goes. So without further ado, let's Let's talk talk about it. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Good evening. Welcome back. That probably wasn't 30 seconds, so (laughs) Give give it a couple more. Good evening, you yeah. sexy fuckers. Good evening, you sexy fuckers. What a way to start. Well, welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk About It. Yeah. Um, this time we are back together. We are back together, back to the routine, feeling great. Um, yeah. Happy anyway. to be in the same location as you. Um, 100%. Last week after filming, of course, I'm so sorry about my mother in the background. <laughs> Is it loud? A little bit. Okay. Um. <laughs> I feel like we just started at a really, like, I feel like this whole first minute has just gone, like, really not great. It's fine. It's fine. We're, we have to, we're just going to go with it. It's fine. Um, Me and Jamie making literally everything awkward. So, um. Mm-hmm. Signing off of last week's episode. <laughs> oh god! Was oh. awkward for what? I literally was like, okay, so like, what are we gonna say when we log off of this? <laughs> like, do we say bye? Because we're gonna like start Snapchatting anyways. Like, <laughs> like I'm literally hanging up and then talking to you like in thirty seconds. Yeah. Like, so, like what's the point? Like, toodaloo. Like, mm-hmm. see ya. T- talk to you later. Like, yeah. Like, why is saying goodbye so fucking awkward for us? It's really weird, man. It's one even, of those things even where, when we're together. Why saying goodbye so it's, fucking awkward for us? When we're together, it's horrible. It's always awkward. On the phone, it's kind of awkward. And it's so funny because I have a habit of when I hang up the phone, I go, okay, love you, bye. <laughs> so many times. I've almost been like, okay, love you, bye. But then I'm like, oh, that's awkward. Like, no. I would have just like stared at the camera and then hung up. <laughs> I know. That's why I can't do that. So I always catch myself almost slipping. And then I'm like, no. I feel like every time that we say like, love you, like, it's when I like. What are having I- breakdowns? Yeah. <laughs> when we're having breakdowns and then we're laughing when we're like, you know, like. I love you. Yeah, I mean, like, you have here to. for you. Yeah, which is so funny because I feel like that's like such a normal thing for friends to do, but we just make everything fucking weird. So like, it's so weird. Like even like we still only... haven't hogged. Can we yeah. really talk about that? Yes, the way that we. <laughs> like, I feel like we're at a point now where even if we like needed to, we couldn't. The way that. We were driving in the car and planned out our how our first hug is gonna be. <laughs> you have to plan these things out. I mean, like, why are we like this? Well, because we have to just avoid any sort of like awkward tension that is obviously gonna be there when you hug someone for the first time. I'm glad that like Sierra and I's really uh, like friendship is like mine and yours. Uh, mm-hmm. Me and her have been friends for like five years and we have never hugged before, and we don't so like say be. like love you. Yeah. I just feel like, like it just makes things there, weird. There's just some friendships that like you could be like lovey and like mm-hmm. touchy, but mm-hmm. like this is just not one of them. It's definitely not one of them, and it's it, like this, this is a tough love friendship. <laughs> yeah, I can't even imagine us being that way. It would just it wouldn't. Like, work. I it would be weird. Imagine like hanging out and like cuddling, right? Like, how would that even work? Uh, <laughs> I don't think it would work. <laughs> and it's actually a really good thing that no, we've never been I... together during like a thunderstorm because that is the only time where I would throw it all of what we set away and have to probably cuddle. No, because I have like, anxiety with thunderstorms. Don't fucking touch me. Well, sometimes like I hate thunderstorms and I get scared. So like you might have to like take one for the team if that ever comes up because like. <laughs> I get scared. Okay. <laughs> okay, I have to like force you. Speaking of uh, storms, uh, I just saw this TikTok while I was waiting for you, and I thought this was a really great question. Okay. If he got struck by lightning, what would it hit first? I mean, probably like your head, right? But like, what if you're like walking, like 
away from the lightning? Like, would it hit, like, your fucking, like, spinal cord? <laughs> I don't fucking know. I'm not a scientist. <laughs> like, my uncle, like, we talked about the other episode. That mm. my uncle got Yeah, we lightning. did talk about that. You no, know, maybe I should, like, send him a text and be like, where did your lightning hit you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's a really interesting question. I don't even know. Anyways. Huh. Anyways, uh, we've been rambling. Yeah. Uh, how are you today? Um, I'm doing okay today. Um, pretty, pretty boring week. Um, I don't think anything super fun has come up. Um, oh, I guess I could talk about last weekend at my mom's house. Um, I know my mom listens, so shout outs to the mother. Thank you. Love ya. Anyways. Um, shout out Kristen, friend yeah, of the show. Friend of the show. Um, I went to my mom's house uh, last weekend and I got to meet her recently newly wed um, new husband. Um, Congrats, Christian and Ed. (laughs) Yeah, I got to meet his family for the first time, which was really great. Um, They're all so nice. Um, And the only thing with that, and it's not even a them thing, it's a me thing, is I'm definitely an introvert at heart, and I'm very shy. Like, I feel like you're an introverted extrovert. Yeah, like, I'm really, like, shy. Just that makes sense. Yeah, and I try to get over that in, like, situations and be outgoing and, you know, whatever. But sometimes it's harder than other times. And um, what are you looking at? Sorry, I <laughs> I just uh, look and she's like staring in the corner. I'll I'll explain in my weekly recap. Okay. <laughs> sorry. No, you're I'm good. so sorry. You're good. So yeah, um it was just I'm usually I'm okay around new people. I can, you know, carry a conversation, whatever. <laughs> but what are you laughing at? I'm sorry. I just thought about you saying what are you looking at? <laughs> Um, as I was saying before I was rudely interrupted. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's okay. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, usually I can carry a conversation. It's all good, but <laughs> sometimes <laughs> this episode is shit. So sometimes I just can't. And sometimes I'm a little awkward and shy and it's hard to talk to new people. And <laughs> quit making me fucking laugh, dog. Um... I was just thinking about how I just was taking a sip of water, and if I looked at you, I was going to start laughing and spit water all over my computer. <laughs> You're an idiot. Um, so, yeah, I was a little – it's, again, just new people. Sometimes I'm good. Sometimes I'm not. That weekend, they caught me on an off weekend, and I happened to just not be very outgoing. So I was very awkward. I didn't really know how to carry myself or do anything or talk to anyone, but I got through it, and it was all good. Um, other than that, it's been a pretty uneventful week, just relaxing, um, hanging out. Yeah. What about you? What's been going on? Uh, well, tomorrow is like my first day off in seven or eight days. Yeah. Um, been very busy. I'm feeling a little burnt out. I bet you are. Uh, it looks... Like, I just got punched in the fucking mouth. It does. Like, I when I went to the bathroom before we started, I looked in the mirror and I was like, ooh, the bruising <laughs> is getting worse. Yeah. Um, I got lip filler today. So mm-hmm. Congrats. Beating myself this afternoon. Yeah. We love it. You deserve um, it. It was a nice treat. It's a nice little birthday present to yourself, kind of. Your birthday's coming up a little early that's so That's so funny that you say that because when they were recording them doing my filler... She was like, hey, we're here with Carson, and this is her pre-birthday filler. Yes. Um, but I went to a new lady, and mm-hmm. she was the most, like, loving, welcoming mm-hmm. lady I've met ever. And she made me feel comfortable throughout the whole process. Good. Um, but I usually don't bruise. Mm-hmm. However, like, this is a completely different technique yeah compared to what i've had before and this is the most filler that's been in my mouth (laughs) yeah so uh i have some pretty big bruises going on right Mm -hmm. now yeah which i wasn't thinking right when i scheduled my lip appointment Mm -hmm. because tomorrow 
Yeah, you gotta. I am hanging out you. with my entire fucking family, and they're gonna be yeah. like, "Who who punched you in the mouth?" You're gonna have to get some sort of lipstick to. I know. I feel like my that. lips are so swollen. Ice them tonight. Hopefully that'll. Help. I will. Um. Yeah, but like, this is the first time my entire family has been together since mm-hmm. COVID. Yeah. COVID. Mm-hmm. Um. My grandfather passed away from COVID back in December, mm-hmm. and then my uncle following a couple weeks later. Um, mm-hmm. So, obviously, with COVID, they didn't get a proper, like, funeral. Right. My grandpa didn't get one at all. Uh, my yeah. uncle, it was just, like, immediate family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a huge family, so yeah. we're all getting together to, like celebrate their lives i guess well that'll be nice that's it'll be nice yeah that's good so i'm looking forward to that um but what you just said was what are you looking at Um, yeah i was just disassociating a bit (laughs) why i don't i don't know but literally like all week long i have noticed that like i keep on like disassociating more than usual that's not good and it was like ironic because I was scrolling on. I can't, why can't I never say scrolling? Scrolling. <laughs> there you go. Okay, there we go. Uh, on Twitter the other day, and I found this like I saw this girl's post, and she was like, "I've been like feeling like really weird lately. Like, mm-hmm. I wonder if it's something with the universe. Like I keep on diso- disassociating." And it's like there's wow. like a couple other comments. They're like, "Oh my god, like me too." Yeah, that's crazy. But literally, like I all week long. Wow. I'll literally just sit there and. I look at my phone and I'm like, oh wow, it's been like 15 minutes of me just, <laughs> just like staring, staring at the wall yeah. at work. <laughs> yeah. Um. But how 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 am I? How am yeah. I doing? Okay. I mean, nothing too crazy has happened this week. I don't think. No, I guess not. Like I feel like I kind of like. I don't know. I'm not feeling good, but I'm not feeling terrible. Okay. I mean, it's not, I mean, that's better than being horrible, I guess. There's a bright side of it. Like, when Casey Musgrave said happy and sad at the same time. Mm-hmm. You really felt that? I'm really, like, feeling that right now. For sure. No, I get that. Yeah, I feel like I need to, like, I know, like, this weekend's gonna take a lot out of me, because, like, my brother's in town, and Mm-hmm. Tiffany and yeah I was fully expecting them to be on today's episode but they're mm-hmm. fucking party poopers and they're, they're sleeping. sleeping yeah um but like I am extremely introverted mm-hmm. so like, the social interaction is just gonna a wipe me a hundred percent I've been there yeah I feel that um just take it at your own pace if you need a few moments to yourself throughout when you're with people just take a few minutes by yourself to relax and just have a little you time I think that's but the, important that like you're 100% right but like I am so awkward <laughs> yeah like how, how do I how do I even approach that situation like oh, I'm just gonna walk away for a bit <laughs> like say so you gotta go to the bathroom Go to the bathroom, just sit yeah, there. Yeah, maybe think I'm like shitting my brains out. Being Let them think forever. it. Let them think it. Just take a few minutes to yourself. Just, you know, just relax. That's yeah. what I have to do when I'm in those situations. Whether it's awkward or not, I have to just excuse myself and be alone for a few minutes every couple hours just to relax and get back into the zone of entertaining because <laughs> that's my main role in my family i have to be funny and keep the jokes going you carry the conversations i do i do it's a hard hard job sometimes but you know we do the best we can i wanted to talk about one thing though that like has been like helping me i guess Mm -hmm. yeah um and i've been meaning to talk about it on here for a while now Mm -hmm. but it's actually emma chamberlain's podcast yeah, we've been wanting to talk about this for a few weeks now, and we just never have time. But um, 
Let's talk about it. I love Emma Chamberlain. I think she is phenomenal. She's so cool. She dresses great. She's funny. Mm-hmm. She has a lot of great insight. And like, it's nice to have like her and the social media world and like being around relatively the same age. Right. Because like she gets it. Mm-hmm. For sense. sure. Yeah. Um, but she has these like advice episodes mm-hmm. where like people send in like issues that they're going through and she just kind of gives her input on it. Um mm-hmm. which has helped me quite a lot because you don't realize how many people are going through things that are similar to you. Right. Obviously not gonna like compare hardships one to another. Right. But like I mean, Emma, it's definitely nice to know that you're not alone. In yeah. That. And Emma has, like, really good insight on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's some, like, key points from, like, a couple of episodes of her podcast that I wanted to talk about. Um, okay. She was talking about friendships in one. And I found myself relating to it quite a bit, mm-hmm. where she's had she wouldn't say like necessarily like toxic relationships like friendships yeah. but like friendships where you're putting in more effort than the other person a hundred percent and I that really struck me especially like with situations in my personal life that like I've been going through um mm-hmm. and like her advice was like stop going out of your way Mm-hmm. and putting in that extra effort if you're not receiving it. A hundred percent. I couldn't agree more. It's not fair. I mean... She's like, friendships are two-sided. A hundred percent. And that, like I said, that goes the same for, you know, romantic relationships and friendships. It's the same dynamic where you can't just put in all your effort and not receive anything back. It's pointless and it's not fair. And at the end of the day, it's not healthy. Right, and not saying, like, oh, if your friend's going a hard time, like, you had to pull maybe, like, 80 right. and they pull 20. 100%. But, like, day to day. Yeah. Like, the phone works both ways. Right. Yeah. And, and that's then... taken, like, a long time for me to realize because I have a hard time with letting go to th- of things that no longer serve me. Mm-hmm. Friendships included. Yeah. So, I can't accept that, like, friendships are fading or, mm-hmm. like, we're just growing apart. Right. Which is okay. Like, that's bound yeah, to happen. it's totally normal, you know. Um, I've had that in the past with several friendships. And there's not always, like, hard feelings either. You know, I have girls that I, you know, went to school with who I was really close with. And then, you know, when we graduated, life happens and you don't talk as much and Mm -hmm. you drift apart. And that's totally fine. And every once in a while we catch up, but I'm not nearly as close with them as I used to be. And sometimes that's just bound to happen. And I think it should be the same as if someone's not putting forth the effort, it's better to just cut that off and make a boundary and be like well if you're not going to put forth effort then I'm not going to either there's no point right like I can't continue to like keep on bending over backwards mm-hmm. to try to I don't like I don't want to say like oh forcing this person into my life right. like I'm a grown adult you're a mm-hmm. grown adult if you want me to be a part of your life you have to put forth effort some effort yeah for sure um I don't know. I just feel like I've had like a lot of friendships in my life where like I feel almost gaslit. Yeah, that's definitely a thing for sure. To where like I'm putting forth all this effort and and they still make it feel like it's my fault. Yeah, and that's where you need to do the best thing for you. And it might suck at the moment to obviously if you're close with someone or your friends, it sucks. But at the end of the day, you have to do what's right for you. And you shouldn't feel that way no mm-hmm. matter what, especially when you're putting forth so much effort. Right. And I feel like I'm, like, at a point in my life now where, like, I can't keep on continuing to bring, like, people that 
act negative towards me into my life yeah like I feel like my friend group now is just a group of non-judgmental people right like I like I feel like everyone's had those friendships in their life Mm -hmm. where they you don't feel comfortable being like your true authentic self around yeah a hundred percent yeah I've had friends like that for sure right like I feel like I've always had friendships where I have to like kind of morph into like what they want me to be Mm -hmm. yeah but that doesn't help with like I take responsibility on doing that too though because Mm -hmm. of mental illnesses that like I have yeah um because abandonment issues are always an an issue with me a hundred percent I'm the same way so I it's like I've always have wanted to put forth like I don't know a persona of like mm-hmm. what they want me to be or like and I them. Get it, and I'll tell you what it is. It's you need to be exactly what you expect them to think of you, or you're scared they're gonna realize. Oh, I don't like her. I don't. Yeah. Whatever. And that's exactly what it is. You try to you know be the same and blend in because you don't want them to be like, oh, well, I don't really like her, <laughs> and then just leave. Yeah. Because I'm the same way. I've done that shit my whole life. But I'm oh. glad now. Um, I don't have I mean I'm cool with my tight friend group that I have mm-hmm. and I don't I don't really care if I don't have the most friends in the world but I'm at a point where all of my friends that I have there's not that many of them but the ones that I do have I can literally be 100% myself and mm-hmm. it's like take it or leave it I'm not going to conform to something like that for no reason and I'm glad that I've gotten to a place where like I said, I don't have that many friends, but it doesn't matter to me because the quality of my friends right. is quality so much, over quantity always so much more important. So yeah. Yeah. And, and I, that's where it's like like with you. Like you're my mm-hmm. absolute like best friend in the whole fucking world. Like oh my God. Love and that. it's so crazy because you, I think, are the first friend that I've had where I can genuinely like be myself a hundred percent. No, and it's literally the same. And it's crazy because, like, we talk about how close we got so fast. And I feel like that was because we just were both being 100% ourselves. Mm-hmm. And it, that's it's what it always has been. And I love that for right. us because I know I literally could tell you anything and you're not going to judge me. And I think it's, like, so important to have, like, a friend like you in my life because, like, we're always honest with each other even if it's, like, brutal. Yeah. And I – think that's why I get along with Tiffany so well is because Mm -hmm. you two are the only well I wouldn't say only two Mm -hmm. but like you two are known for your brutal honesty (laughs) and uh I need that in my life Mm -hmm. I need to be checked right like there's just so many instances where people just tell me what I want to hear to avoid hurting my feelings and that's not it for me I couldn't do that because it's just it doesn't help anyone at the end of the day right I'd rather yeah kind of hurt your feelings but tell you something that you need to hear Mm -hmm. whether it hurts or not it's the truth and I won't I don't sugarcoat shit and I know that's not for everybody. Some people get mad at me when I'm too brutally honest, but I'm not going to change. I'm going to tell you what you need to hear. And sorry if you don't like it, but, you know, it's the truth. Like, I'd rather the truth hurt than, like, have bullshit. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. And I'm the kind of the same way. And you're definitely like that with me where, I mean, you're a lot nicer about it, but you definitely check me when I need to be. And mm-hmm. I need it. So it just works. It's a good balance. Yeah, like, Tiffany has definitely checked me with, like, friendships with being, like, yeah, I understand that, like, you want these things to work, or even relationships, a lot of Mm -hmm. relationships, like, (laughs) yeah, I understand that you want this to work, Mm -hmm. but, like, it is not healthy for you, Mm -hmm. and even, like, if I'm, like, in the wrong for something, and I can't see it, she has no problem telling me, right, and I need that. For sure. Like, I need, like, I feel like everyone needs people in their life to tell you, like, 
the truth whether like you're wrong or not right I definitely need that because you know I'm a Virgo I think I'm right about yeah me and you are both Virgos (laughs) so I'm right about everything and I don't want to sound like a dick, but I have to. I so I'm use most of the time I am right. Um, but I definitely do need you know like I have you in my life and Laura. You two are the ones that'll be like, listen, I hate to break it to you, but you're actually wrong on this. And sometimes I do need that. Yeah, but like I feel like everyone needs that friend. Mm-hmm. For sure. But like you're not like overly a dick. Like yeah, I mean. <laughs> I feel like I've definitely gotten a lot better throughout the years. When I was younger, I was a very angsty teenager, um, very mean. I can admit that now that, you know, I'm older. I was really mean growing up, and I think it just had to do with a lot of insecurities Mm -hmm. of my own. And luckily, I kind of got out of that, and I'm not just a fucking asshole for no reason anymore. I mean, if (laughs) if you give me a reason to be an asshole, sure, sometimes I will be. But I do try to, you know, not be complete dick all the time yeah but moral of the story i am no longer begging people to be in my life good i'm proud of you for no i say that now but like it's a start i'll probably continue to do so well it's a start and i'm gonna check you on it and you know i'll hold you to that because you deserve so much better than that you are such a good friend and anyone would be fucking lucky to have you as a friend and if they can't see that then that's their fucking loss real talk like you honestly are such a good fucking friend and fuck anyone who can't see that they're not worth it that was like the nicest thing anyone else said to me (laughs) (laughs) i'm just being honest but um last week i was saying how happier than ever Mm relates to my daddy issues but like it, it do be related to some friendships a hundred percent um oh the dig uh, <laughs> another thing that i wanted to talk about from emma's podcast that she was saying mm-hmm. that like she can't let go of things and she doesn't know how to bring it like she doesn't know how to not bring it into like future things Okay. And I felt that on a very deep level. Like, even, like, relationship-wise, friendship-wise, I I'm very notorious for holding grudges, and I can admit it. Okay, and see, that's great. So, I'm the exact opposite. Um, I don't hold grudges. Um, I, if something upsets me or somebody... I can get mad if, and then I'm literally over it within like five minutes because I'm just like, that's kind of how I've always been. I just don't hold grudges because I honestly don't care enough to hold grudges most of the time. And I just like, I don't have the energy to hold grudges. Um, yeah. But I, yeah, I mean, I could definitely see how you could hold some grudges for sure. But the thing is, that I just care too much and I think yeah. that's why I hold grudges. And I think that's not necessarily a bad thing because you could argue that I don't care enough. And and I don't think that's true, but I could definitely see how someone could think I don't care enough. And I wouldn't say that, like venture to say that though, because like it's not like you're like not giving a fuck. It's just like the fact that you can forgive and forget. Right. Or even I not, mean, not not even not even forget. Yeah. Like forgive and move on. And don't get me wrong, there's definitely some things throughout my life that I'll never be able to completely move on from. And I do, I, there, it's very specific things that I've held on to grudges Mm -hmm. about. And it's serious shit. It's not little things. It's literally like maybe three big things in my life that I'll never be able to get over. And I don't plan on getting over because there's just certain shit that I'm, I can't let that go. But like, so I guess not like some things are like unforgivable. I get that. Right. Yeah. Like, you don't have to forgive people. Mm-hmm. And that's like something big that I have realized. Um, you don't have to forgive people. Right. You don't have to set their apology. You don't have to for- forget it. You don't have. Right. You just have to do what you have to do to move mm-hmm. on. Yeah. And I mean, I think I'm in a place now where 
I've definitely moved on from all of those things, you know, those things that have really upset me. I'm definitely at a point where I've just given up caring because at the end of the day, it's literally not fucking worth it. But I mean, every once in a while, sure, I'll think about it and get mad because it's I'm still pissed about it. I definitely like, yeah, I guess I do hold grudges sometimes. And it does. I mean, I think the thing, though, the original, you know, statement is letting it affect new relationships. That's kind of where I'm not exactly like that, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But I can like, definitely see how that could happen. For example, um, I can't like describe. This is like the only way I could describe it. Um, mm-hmm. As I've talked about here on here a lot of times, I have a lot of issues with my father. Right. If he's being nice when he's like around you and me. Mm-hmm. I'm incapable of not letting everything go. A hundred percent. And like, I wouldn't say like, just like moving on in the moment. And I think that's valid. You know, I think that's completely valid because at the end of the day, it's not fair. And I could, you, you're frustrated. I get that a hundred percent. I would be even too. If, if, if I'm having like a decent, like 15 min- minutes, like when everyone's around, like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to like not bring up everything into that. Right. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, the only thing to really fix that is to, you know, in your own time, get over that and learn how to accept it. Or, or if you don't want to accept it, that's fine too. Yeah, it's it, like in instances, like it frustrates me because there's been so many different situations where like family members or like people that have been around him where he's not the way that he is right. when like yeah. when it's us. Um, mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, like, I don't understand like why you guys don't get along so much. Yeah. And that's not fair to you because like, it, just, it makes you feel you're the one that, yeah, because you're the one that has to deal with it. So I, yeah. I, I would get pissed off too. It just like really invalidates you. And mm-hmm. like, I, I, I hold a grudge and mm-hmm. I, I can't not bring that into new things. Right. I mean, yeah, I think that'll just – you have to work on that with time. I mean, nothing's yeah. going to change with that right. overnight. That's going to take a lot of time to work through. Yeah, it's hard for me not to bring, like, past things that have happened to me in relationships into new ones. It's hard for me not to do it with friendships. Like, mm-hmm. I, it's, like, a sense that I've always – like, I always have my guard up, I guess. Right. And, yeah, I get that. I, I don't know. I get that. I – I don't want to feel vulnerable, I guess. I mean, I can relate. I uh, You're very much like that. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely relate. Um, and I think that... I think that has a lot to do with my abandonment issues and me not wanting to be vulnerable in fear that I'm going to let all of that out and they'll just leave. And then it's like, well, maybe if I wouldn't have you know, said my feelings, they wouldn't have left. No, and I 100% get that. And I think that goes into, like, also, like, me, again, like, morphing into what people want me to be because right, you don't want if I let that guard down and I let mm-hmm. everyone in about, like, yeah, how I feel and, like, what's going on in this <laughs> fucked up head of mine, like, yeah. <laughs> then they're going to be like, oh, yeah, you're crazy. <laughs> Goodbye. For sure, yeah. And... Like I said, people that are like that and do that, they're honestly not fucking worth it anyways. Because you might think your head is fucked up, but there's a lot of genius going on up there. And if people can't see that, then that's their fucking loss. Yeah. Like, I know that I'm a lot to handle. Everyone is. Everyone is. There's not not a single person that's not in their own way, you know? Like, at least I'm self-aware. Like, I know that some people can handle me and some people can't. And, like, I, I'm i growing to try to learn, like, that's okay. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not for everyone. Right. And that's okay. Yeah. Everyone's not for me. A hundred percent. I relate to that. <laughs> Everyone is, is not for me. Me and you are, like, polar opposites mm-hmm. in the sense of, like, I 
if someone doesn't like me, I take it so personal. And I right, and I'm just I like, am such a people pleaser. Like, and I yeah. cannot handle the fact that like someone might not like me. And I'm the complete opposite. And you're like, it's, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't, I genuinely, and it's taken me years to get to this place where I just genuinely don't give a fuck what anyone thinks about me because this is my life. I have to live it. Nobody else does. So fuck what anyone else thinks. They don't need it's just like yeah it's I used to I used to really care about what people thought of me like physically I wanted to be perfect Mm -hmm. and I wanted to act perfect to please everyone and then it's like well it didn't fucking work anyways so what's the point you know right it's just not it's never gonna work you're not gonna ever please everybody so I just stopped fucking trying because it doesn't matter you know I don't need to please everyone you got a really good point there (laughs) but it, it took a long time to get to that place yeah it's hard but i'll get there eventually you definitely will um something that has been mentally helping me a lot lately Mm -hmm. um i actually got from emma chamberlain's podcast okay is a way to be happy is to have goals yes even if they're small ones like Mm -hmm. i'm very much a over planner yeah So even, like, if, like, my goal tomorrow is to, like, get out of bed and shower and, like, get myself ready and, like, do whatever I need to do to feel good. Mm -hmm. And that makes me happy. I love that. You could have big goals, like, oh, I want to move to New York by this time. Or I want to save this amount of money. Mm -hmm. You're working towards something that makes you happy. Yeah. But, like small goals are very important too it's definitely like, yeah even celebrate like, the small wins it's important to celebrate those small victories and i that's something that like i have to remember a lot when i have like depressive episodes like mm-hmm. the fact that i'm getting out of bed and brushing my hair and brushing my teeth yeah. like that is a that's a win for sure definitely yeah i've been there yeah literally just getting out of bed is a victory mm-hmm. that i don't think people talk about and you know, not everyone has to deal with how hard that can be sometimes to literally just get out of bed. Speaking of that, I uh, also want to mention people talk about mental health and like praise it if it's recovered mental health. Right. When it comes to things like you said, how getting out of bed is hard mm-hmm. or brushing your teeth is hard and brushing your hair, like just the it's small a real things, struggle. It's hard to do no one talks about that part of it and the that's so when it's nice like of it. yeah that's when it's like oh like you shouldn't talk about that like a hundred there's a stigma around that still yeah. and that's the reality of it and that is crazy that you bring that up because it is true no one wants to think about the fact that it's hard to get out of bed and brush your fucking hair and brush your teeth sometimes like, and people don't talk about that it's like people want to talk about mental health only like they don't want to talk. It's almost about like it. they romanticize. Yes, it, and they don't talk about the gross parts of it. You don't want to talk about mental health when you're going through it. Mm-hmm. It only you only want to talk about it when it's like you beat it, right? And I feel like that can go with a lot of you know mental health problems where it's romanticized and it seems like people talk about it in such a nice way, and it's like, but it's not nice, and there's nothing about it that is, and mm-hmm. you know, not many people talk about the actual fucked up things that you know sometimes happen and i like everyone's a mental health advocate until you see the mm-hmm. dark sides of right and it's some of these fucked mental up health something like i've seen is this girl on tiktok she was she had a really bad depression room and she was you know gonna get up out of bed clean her room and she recorded it and all these comments were like this is disgusting like how could you let your room get this way and it's like okay but why are we talking shit about the fact that her room got like that and why aren't we praising her and congratulating her for getting out of fucking bed and cleaning the room Mm -hmm. no one talks about how hard that is and the fact that she finally got up and did something and was you know trying Mm -hmm. and just putting forth a little bit of effort that's a big deal and no one talks about how good that is they just want to focus on that's disgusting your room's gross why is it like that it's like that because she probably couldn't get out of bed for weeks because she couldn't find the fucking motivation to do anything right and people don't talk about that and also like i've seen a lot of those videos uh where they like record them cleaning their depression room Mm -hmm. and 
I know me and a lot of other people find that so, like, helpful and motivating. It's motiv- yeah, it really is. Especially, like, when I, like, get into these, like, depressive episodes and, like, my room gets gross. Yeah. Seeing that and, like, ha- like having someone to clean with you mm-hmm. like that, like that. Yeah. It's so helpful and encouraging. Right. For sure. And yeah, it just it, it really upset me when I saw those comments on that one TikTok in particular because it's just like it and I can't even imagine how that girl feels, you know. She probably mm-hmm. was really proud of herself and wanted to post that and she goes on and sees all these comments of shitting on her. Then she feels probably, "Oh, well what's the point anyways?" And it's like I feel so bad because Mm -hmm. it's not necessary. Like, I don't think you should ever judge somebody for what they're going through. And you don't know what they're going through. So there's no way you could pass a judgment on someone you don't know. Right. And that just, like, really sucked to see that because I just felt so bad because I can't even imagine how she probably felt looking at all those comments. But props to her. You know, you got out of bed. You fucking cleaned your room. Good for you. Like... You did that shit. You killed it, so. Wow. We got really deep really quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. I feel like that was a nice therapy session, though. It was. I needed to get that off my chest. Yeah, I loved it. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> really good segment. <laughs> uh, moving on. Very random. Mm-hmm. Do you know what Lizzo is short for? I don't. Melissa. <laughs> That's her name? Yeah. No way. She yeah. I love that pop off, Melissa. I thought her name was just Lizzo. <laughs> yeah, kind of same, actually. That's so funny. She doesn't seem like a... She just, I think, Melissa is seem such like a, like, a proper name. Like, you know, she's just wild, and we love Lizzo for that. Like, that's so funny. Lizzo is that bitch. For sure. I like Lizzo better. <laughs> Melissa... Like, I can't, I can't look at Lizzo and be like, Melissa. Yeah, I don't make that connection at all. Melissa. <laughs> that's, like, a whole different, like, alter ego. Like, That's funny. I didn't know that. Also, Stream Rumors. Yeah. Great one. Lizzo's song came out today. Mm-hmm. Love that for her. Mm-hmm. That's, like, her first song that came out in, what, like, two years? Yeah, it's been a while. So, good stuff. I love Lizzo. She's got a little collab with Cardi, right? That's coming out. Yeah. We love that. Lizzo could shake her ass in my face. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I love that woman. Mm-hmm. She's the best. Um. Anyways, what else do we got on the agenda? We got Jennifer Aniston and David Schwimmer. What's going on with that? Okay, so I love the TV show Friends. Mm-hmm. That is one of my guilty pleasures. Of course, I have uh, yeah. always I've always really loved Friends. Um, mm-hmm. but did you watch the Friends reunion? Mm-mm. So on there, Jennifer and David talked about how they had romantic feelings for each other while oh. they were feeling willing. No shit. And Seems to me like they're getting pretty close. Interesting. I love it. There's been some dating rumors. I'm here for it. I support. Uh, I hope they're real. Yeah, I mean, I'm all in. I love it. Like my Ross and Rachel moment. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of iconic. <laughs> Damn. If that it's not real, so then like, I will be very upset. But like, right. A power duo. For sure. Love iconic. that for them. Yeah, good stuff. We have to talk about uh, the Free Britney updates. Yes. Um, Big stuff. So as of, I want to say Thursday, mm-hmm. Britney's dad, Jamie Spears, has stepped down as her conservator. This is big stuff. This is big stuff. However, huge news. However, this is just like chipping at the iceberg. Right. Yeah, there's still a lot that's going to have to go into that. However, just like him just stepping down doesn't mean that her conservatorship is taken away. Right. That means someone else is going to be the conservator of her estate. And that's very worrying, depending on who they choose. Hopefully no one in the family. Right. Yeah. 
Um, still hoping that the conservatorship altogether gets eliminated. Yeah, here. I mean, and the it's, it's progress. So in the future, um, it's really sad that it took all of this for him to step down. I'm right. I mean, we're talking years and I mean, at least she's able to speak out now. I think that's the biggest yes. thing. And that's a you know, it's a big achievement to be able to at least talk about it. Oh yeah. I think he is like shaking in his boots now because I bet when Brittany like spoke out, um, she mentioned like wanting to press charges against her father for conservatorship abuse and she, mm-hmm. she has openly said that she wants him in jail which like yes. fuck yeah yeah obviously um, yeah i love it but like even if he is getting like stepping down and like no longer in the picture of the conservatorship mm-hmm. i hope she like moves forward with trying to press charges against him yeah. because like fuck him yeah he has taken advantage of her for far too long. Right. Yeah, I mean, what like, he's I, done is disgusting and, like, unforgivable. Her entire family, what they have yeah, done to her. Literally. It's disgusting and unforgivable. Uh, and yeah. fuck Jamie Lynn. Like, she could literally suck my whole asshole. She's a f- actually the worst. She's actually the worst. And the fact that she tries to act innocent on social media, it's like, you're not fooling anybody. Like, you're not any better than your dad. You're literally just as fucking bad. Like, right, the girl, fact that I stopped liking you when you got Zoe 101 canceled. <laughs> period. 100%. Yeah. No, for real, though. Like, it's really fucked what she's done. And the fact that she wants to go on social media. I love Britney. I would never do this to her. Fuck well, you're you, lying. And you did do this to her. So. And fuck every single Jamie and their family. Excuse me. I'm and, Jamie. And their family. Oh, I was like, hello. <laughs> Her husband's name's Jamie, too. I know. It is mad weird. There's so many Jamies in that family. Super weird. Um, Did you see that she's doing, like, a pyramid scheme now? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you don't have your sister's money anymore? I did see that, yeah. So, good luck with that. Also, did you see that uh, Dustin from Zoe? I saw the TikTok. <laughs> Right. He, made, he made a TikTok and he's like, um, I don't want any part of a reboot. Right. Like, which is so funny because like before a lot of this has been so public, mm-hmm. <laughs> Paul Butcher literally posts so many TikToks about being in Sony 101. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, Yeah, fuck this. Like, I'm out. <laughs> Count me out. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, oh my god, I'm... could you imagine them doing like a reboot without Jamie Lynn? Like, how fucking funny would that be? That would be insane. How would they explain that? Like what happened to her? Mm, she moved away and stopped talking to everyone. Love it. <laughs> She's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably not far from the truth. Right. Um, anyways. I heard that she was like a big bully on set. That's what I've heard too, yeah. What time are we at? Oh, uh, like 50 minutes. Okay, yeah, let's just check in before I jump into something else. Um, mm-hmm. Matt Damon. Yeah. Have you heard anything about him? Mm-mm. What's going on? So he got some backlash. Oh. What did he do? For saying the F slur. (sighs) Why did he say it? It Give me some context. Okay, let me pull up this article. (laughs) I don't know if there's any way to give an excuse for it, but I mean... Um, I don't know if he said it in, like, movies before. Which but, is, I mean, that's a very um, different situation. However, I guess he said it in, like, an interview. Oh. In the UK Sunday Times. Matt said that Matt Damon realized that Fessler was wrong and bad. <laughs> Thanks to his daughter, who had to write, like, a little note to him. 
to show him that that slur is a bad word. How I mean, how did he not know that? It, how do you not know that that's an offensive term? Okay, so I don't want to like. I want to do my due diligence on this. I don't want to say he said it in the interview. Yeah. I think he mentioned that his daughter was educating him. Well, I mean, that's good, though. I mean, it's obviously the bare fucking minimum, but at least someone's trying to educate him on it. He said, I made a joke months ago, and she left, like, a note on the table, and I said, come on, that's a joke. Not funny. (laughs) And I... He said, in quote, I retire the F slur. Well, good for you. I guess better, than, <laughs> better late than never. <laughs> That's really crazy. Better late than never. I mean, good for him, I guess. I don't fucking know. That's just like really weird that it, I mean, how old are you? It took you this long to figure out that that's not an okay thing to say. Right, better late than never. I find that really fucking hard to believe. Like, come on. However... It's kind of a little sad that his young daughter um, had to pause teach this. him. Okay. Okay. <laughs> sorry. Uh, before I was rudely interrupted by my shitty Wi-Fi. Yeah, that's never happened. <laughs> <laughs> Just ignore that ringtone. Um, Turn that shit on silent, girl. I know. <laughs> sorry, guys. That's so embarrassing. Just an inside joke is my ringtone. Anyways, where were we before we got interrupted? Uh, we're talking about Mac Damon. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah. What's there to say? I mean, I guess good for you. Um, took uh, you long enough. I'm kind of like, it's kind of sad that his young daughter had to like <laughs> educate him on that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But that seems to be the case with a lot of people nowadays. I mean, and I. <laughs> I, you know, I'll try to stay positive, good for him for being open to be educated on that. I mean, it's a little weird because you're like a full on adult, <laughs> but I, hey, you got to start somewhere, I guess. So good for you. Um, Just like a public statement to Matt Damon. I'm glad that you retired the F slur. For sure. Good for Proud you. Of you. Uh, yes. Better than... My, late than ever. my fag itself appreciated. <laughs> fag, fag, faggy, fag. <laughs> Me and Jamie are a part of the LGBT community. We like, are. Once, I can say it. <laughs> once again, uh, I feel like most gay people make that joke at themselves, right? Right. I 100% am comfortable making that joke to myself and fellow gays who I know won't be offended. Yes. Um, it is like, just one I of can... those things. I can say it, you can't if you're not gay. That's yes. just one of those things. Yes. Yes. And Absolutely. It is what it is. So, <laughs> anyways. Like, um... if if a hetero came up to me and said that, I would be very upset. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> but yeah. If, but if you it's... said that to me, yeah, nothing major. There's just certain things, man. You That's can't... just one gay to another, you know? Right, right. A hundred percent. Yeah. So, so funny. All right. Anything you want to add I before mean... we jump into song of the week? We're at 53 minutes. Um, do we have any funny things we want to wrap up with? Um, okay. So here we could talk about the one thing. So. Um, it was the other day I was in the car with Kirsten and we were, <laughs> driving, we were driving to Alta and we had the windows down and I just smelled like the nastiest smell outside. It smelled <laughs> like it just smelled not great. And I was like, bro, this smells like my eighth grade <laughs> science teacher's nasty fucking mouth. And you're into war flashback. <laughs> it did. All right, you guys. So I have so in eighth grade, um, I had this science teacher um and i don't think this man has picked up a toothbrush in the last like 20 years um to describe the smell this man's mouth i wouldn't say just there's no way to explain it's not like just like coffee breath it's like coffee breath and like a pile (laughs) of cat shit treats (laughs) (laughs) no i don't even know if there's a word to describe the way this man's mouth smelled (laughs) The inside of like a a fucking uh, (laughs) 
casket that like got dug up after being underground for six months. I mean, you're not wrong. It literally smells like something died in his mouth, and it's. I got. I have health concerns for him because there's no way that's healthy. Like it smelled like there's something really wrong there. Like, like chronic bad breath. Maybe that's like a like a I rotting mean, tooth or something. It's gotta be something, bro. But and it just reminded me. It was this one time in eighth grade. Um, I was taking a test and I needed to go ask him a question about one of the fucking questions on the <laughs> test. So I fucking walk up to this guy's desk and um, he's one of those people too where he has no like sense of boundaries for personal space. Yeah, like, to get in your fucking face and like. So this man's like three inches in front of my face breathing <laughs> and talking. And I literally like, I was trying so hard not to gag. Your eyes are watering. <laughs> they really were, dude. Like, it was so bad. Like, I don't know what was wrong with this man's mouth. But I like kind of wanted like on the last day of school to like leave like a little mouthwash and like a toothbrush and some toothpaste on his desk. Just to, like That's help him mean. out. Get him started. Cursed in. There's something wrong there. And I'm not even being rude. I'm just saying, like... I feel like he definitely brushes his teeth. It just, like, doesn't help. There's no way he brushes his teeth, Kirsten. Are we kidding? It smelled like death. (laughs) It literally smelled like death. It's, like, I can't even explain to you guys. The best thing I can come up with is shit, death, (laughs) rotting, like, just not good. And it was, like, the most bizarre fucking thing I've ever smelled in my life. And the fact that... How does he not smell it himself? How does he not does. offend himself? I feel like he just like like you have to taste it, you know. <laughs> no shit, dude. Like <laughs> there's no way you don't. No shit, literally. <laughs> no, like it's absolutely insane. So that's the thing that happened um the other day. I got reminded of that smell while we were driving. Um there's probably a dead animal on the side of the road. <laughs> and that's what brought up the the memories. It smells like he heated up dead raccoon <laughs> exactly like after being in the sun all day 90 degree heat humidity heat it heat index above 100 exactly it's so funny anyways so that's just a little funny story for you guys but um anyways let's let's flip it to song of the week um do you have one yeah what do you got? My song of the week is La Di Die by Nessa Barrett and Jaden. Love it. Love it. Good one. I know you, you had uh, Miserables Until You Did by Nessa last week. Yep. But as I listened to that song, this mm-hmm. one came after on mm-hmm. like Shuffle, and I was like, okay. Song. Yep. Okay, I could get down with this. Right. Good song. Love it. Yeah, I'm on board. Um, a great two, song you know it's two weeks in a row miss nessa yeah she oh oh oh, oh. You're, you're good okay sorry um <laughs> let me just double check something really quick. okay sorry my microphone came unplugged for a second anyways um my song of the week is a funny one um this song comes up on my tiktok all the time and i think it's fucking hilarious it's a diss track um it's called m to the b by millie b and it is the lyrics of that song yeah the lyrics of that song are fucking funny and it's a great diss track and i just think it's hilarious and i've just been jamming out to that so go listen to m to the b it's a fucking great tune um can women be considered chavs oh 100 percent. yeah chav chav yeah she definitely she's a chav (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which we love. Yeah, she's definitely a chav. So, anyways, yeah, that's my song of the week. Um, All right. Do you have anything it? else? I don't. I don't know why I said it like that. I, I don't. don't. <laughs> like a robot. Um, anyways. Uh, Anywho. Well, should we wrap this up? We should. I, I'm ready for bed. Yeah, I feel that you're going to have to drive me home. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. (laughs) Yeah. So, anyways, well, this has been great. This This has been been, Let's Talk talk About about It it with Jamie Jamie and Kirsten. Kirsten. Tune in next week for some more fun. fun. Be nice, do good. good.
treat, treat people with kindness, kindness stay, stay safe, safe. All, all the love peace, peace and love peace and, and love, love. <laughs> all right i'm gonna roll the outro i was an intro <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>